Wolf, get away from those sheep. Bollocks. You're listening to the Wolf and the Shepherd podcast. Broadcasting from Fort Worth in the great state of Texas. Now, get ready for this episode of the Wolf and the Shepherd. Welcome to this episode of the Wolf and the Shepherd. Today, we're going to talk about getting to know you. Yeah, this isn't actually about us getting to know our listening audience because I figure the less we know about them, the less liability we have legally. Well, not only that, but at least it's not me getting to know you, right? Because I think I already know who you are. Yeah. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Well, we had quite a long email from a guy named Mark in Luton in England. Now, have you ever heard of Luton? Luton. Yeah. Spell it. L-U-T-O-N. Okay. No, I've never heard of Luton, England. Well, the most famous thing about it is it's got an airport, a small airport. But it's one of those places where the rest of the country kind of has a bit of a bias about it. They kind of pretend it doesn't exist. You know, like there's certain states in the United States where people are a little bit embarrassed. They're kind of included in the union. So, oh, well, yeah. yeah. People like, say, how like many basic- states are there? 50, name them. And they'll be like, you've only named 49. And be like, yep. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, that, ones, that the ones that matter. Well, it, isn't that kind of how we treat Texas, it's like there's Texas and then there's the other 49 kind of bastard children of the United States, right? Right. Because Texas is the only one that really matters. The only one that really matters. Exactly. So Luton. So so that's Luton in England. Gotcha. Because I always thought it was Wales. I always thought in the United Kingdom, nobody liked the Welsh. No, we like the Welsh. We kind of feel sorry for them because it's terrible weather and... Yeah, but I isn't the whole like, country terrible weather? Well, but yeah, just maximize it. Though. Imagine not be, imagine having a bad night's sleep and meaning that, oh, you barely got 45 minutes, but then somebody else says they had a bad night's sleep and they only got two minutes. That's Wales in terms of the bad weather. I mean, it literally rains most of the time. I don't think anybody from Wales has actually got sunburn whilst being in Wales before. Gotcha. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So Luton, one of the other things it has going for it is like, the most type of white trashy type accent imaginable along English terms. Well, yeah. It's a lot hard of... for me to do it without you kind of like well, thinking here's... I'm not making f- making it up. Right, but here, here's one of the problems though. See, you can hear these different yeah. English accents. I guess the same way that an American says, oh, you must be from Texas. Oh, you must be from Boston and, and all of that. To me, all the English accents just sound all the all same. Right, it's the like, dude, oh, governor, governor, I'm here, cheerio, you know, bollocks, and, and that's pretty much what yeah, we I do. Yeah, I know, you're kind of captivated that you think it's like the Broadway version of Oliver Twist or something, and everybody speaks like that. Yeah, well, but that I'm, is I'm what I'm going to do a Luton accent for okay. you, now, and I promise right. you I'm not making this up. All right, love, do you want a drink? Yeah, I'm from Luton, innit? Yeah. That's literally, that's the women. That's the women. That's how the women that's, sound. That's yeah, how that's the women posh, sound. That's how a posh person from Luton would oh, speak. Oh, wow. That's how that accent is. And that so is that's terrible. why people make fun of it. So I can totally see that. So anyway, Mark, uh, thank you for writing in. Um, we love Luton, don't we, Shepard? Well, now that I've heard of it, I'm yeah. not quite sure. I yeah. mean, it's not It's not quite <laughs> It's not quite Canada yeah. for me. We're not going to put our names to the tourist brochure, but... Right, you know. exactly. So his wife found this incredible question and answer thing on the internet 
um, Mark himself said he didn't really enjoy the previous ones because they sounded like the questions were written by somebody who's not normally allowed internet access without adult or legal supervision. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah almost like the, uh, what are those, like the family filters or, right. or whatever, parental controls, yeah. so to speak. They're yeah. allowed access to Disney Junior website and exactly. may, maybe, I don't know, BBC, World Service for Kids, I don't know. Right. But he found this definitive list of questions, well, his wife did. Now, suspiciously, if anybody actually remembered all these details about us, they'd probably be able to answer all of the security questions on our, finan on our financial accounts. Well, so, yeah, but that was... It. But We're that was in, yeah, but that was until you told me that little secret of what were we setting up where we had to have all those security questions yeah. and it was like you know what's the yeah, name of the street you yeah. live on or whatever and I yeah. put that in and like no no you you know put Main Street and I'm like I've never lived on a Main Street I'm like yeah but you'll remember Main Street and that's not really the street that you grew right. up on so that's your security answer it's not really the real security answer. I can't even remember what you made me put my first pet's name is. I think it wasn't a very PC name. I, oh, that's right. Yeah. Now I remember what the pet's name is. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, this question thing is pretty good, actually. I Okay, so it, just before we get started here on some of this need to let everybody know i haven't looked at any of these right you know you, you printed out this copy and you said hey here's what we're doing today which is typically what you do yeah uh so i haven't seen any of this oh yet. i've looked at the first page oh you actually oh okay yeah but there's five pages so that didn't really help much oh i thought that was blank paper underneath oh yeah, my gosh for your notes so yeah you remember the answers oh, to man. cheat sheet where were you born God, oh my goodness i've got to narrow yeah. it down this, this is like a, a algebra test Okay, well, I'm going to ask you the first one. Let's get the ball rolling here for right. uh, our lovely Luton fans, Mark and his wife, whose name he didn't actually put down. So it might be his mistress. Not trying to get you in any trouble there, Mark. Oh, yeah. Well, let's not get Mark and Luton in trouble. Right. So, Shepard, who is your hero? And don't say Jesus. This isn't Christian camp. Okay. All right. So we can't do that. Um... And don't say my dad, my mum. Don't give that generic stuff either. There's no oh. entertainment value in that. Yeah. I guess my hero would be Mackenzie Bezos. Oh, Jeff's... Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. That's my hero because she bought low, sold high, and now is living the good life and didn't really do anything for it. And that kind of goes into my laziness of... You know, I'd like to find some kind of connection there, like maybe Mary, Mary Oprah or something way long time ago and then just kind of ride out that wagon until it's time to cut loose and cash in. I always have a bit of difficulty with this question because there's quite a few different people who I admire what they've done. And sometimes it's a one-off, you know, somebody's your hero. They might have just done like one thing, but it is so awesomely fantastic, like in your example. Oh, or it might be somebody who does a day-to-day -day type thing. Some people might answer like Batman or something, uh, but yeah. um, I don't really have, I don't think I've ever really thought of a specific hero. I think it's more about the deeds. You know, I like it when people are quite um, selfless and, you know, save lives and all that type thing, but I don't really have a hero as such. Yeah. Well, you know, not everybody needs a hero necessarily. Right. Oh. Yeah, Gotham City needs a hero. Well, yeah, Gotham City's a the hero mess. they deserve. Well, not only that, but Gotham City's kind of like Detroit. Well, or one of 
there any other places we can mention? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. There's a lot of them. All right. All right. So there we go. I'm, I'm actually just going to ask you all these ones first, and then I'm going to plagiarize or try and get, come up with a better answer than you. Oh, well, we can do it that right. way. I, I don't have any issue with that. Right. So if you could live anywhere. So does that mean I don't even need the papers in front of me now? Well, technically now, yeah. Uh, now we've changed the rules. Yeah. Right. Unless, of course, you don't understand one of the words I'm saying, and then you can follow along. You can oh, proofread it. Yeah, that is a thing. good point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you could live anywhere, where would it be? And it's got to be an actual place. You can't be like, you know. Mars. Down Wonder Woman's. Oh, yeah. Something. Oh, I got you. Yeah. No, I mean, although that is my choice. But, yeah. yeah. Texas. I mean, Texas. I'm, I'm already living where I want to live. Texas. Yeah. Same here. I mean, if I could live anywhere in the world, it'd be Texas. Now, it doesn't mean I don't want to go on vacation to various places like multiple times a year. Sure. To, well, because you know, yeah. we don't have great beaches in Texas, no, to be honest. I mean, they're no, all they're right. No. Now, maybe we messed up on this because. Maybe we should say don't live in Texas because everybody keeps coming and, and living in Texas from other states. Maybe That's we should true. say that we want to live somewhere else and Texas is a really bad place to be in case people are listening to this and say, you know what? That's the last one. It, it, that's it. And now I'm moving to Texas. So maybe I want to live in San Francisco. Yeah. Yes, that's Especially where. Especially this month. Yes, I, most of it. Right. I, yeah. I'm, I'm changing my answer. You yeah. never said I can't change my answer, right. so that's not against the rule. So okay. I just changed my answer. San Francisco, California. That's where I want to live. Yeah. That that is where, if I could live anywhere, that's where I'd want to live. Okay. Um, I would like to live in France, or let's think Palestine. I think I'll go with those two. So oh. anybody who's thinking to move into Texas. You know, France and Palestine, those options are still out there. Well, San Francisco, yeah. Palestine, and France, pretty much the same place. Pretty much the same yeah. place. Yeah. yeah. Except they're not really celebrating Pride Month much in Palestine, according to reports. I don't see them doing the that. The French support it year-round. Yes, yeah. that's true. It's like Pride Year Yeah. every exactly. year. What is your biggest fear? People moving from California <laughs> to Texas. <laughs> My biggest fear, I think, if I'm being serious, would be like... Oh, I am being serious. Uh, I, be, I'm I am so scared of all the people yeah, from California be, moving There might be here. like 10% of people who think you're joking with that one. Oh. If I have to give an answer, which people probably think I'm being serious, I would say probably not being a good dad. Hmm. You know, I want to be... I want my son to remember me as, you know, he was a good dad. I don't want to be like, oh, that arsehole, I'm glad he right, died in that freak helicopter yeah, that's kinda, crash, you know. Yeah, that's kind of heavy, though. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Biggest fear. It can yeah. be like algebra or something like that. Well, I already told you what mine is, yeah. but yours was so much heavier than mine. Right. And I think yeah. we better move on. Okay. This one's a bit harsh because it's not going to be your favorite, but it's favorite in a category. What is your favorite family vacation? Like that I've already been on or that I want to go on? Um. Well, you can do both if you want. Oh. Well, and it's a family vacation, so it's not going to be your favorite vacation because you can only have so much fun when you're with your family. Right. To be honest. So I don't really have a favorite family vacation. I'm <laughs> I'm trying to think about the one that bothered me the least, right, so yeah, I can name that one it. as the favorite vacation. My girlfriend's brother actually sent through this 
ad the other day from Walmart and it's got for Father's Day this family pack of Budweiser and there's 99 cans in it. Wow. And my girlfriend's uh, brother, Brian, said this is this spear is all for dad so we can drink it all just so we can spend the day with his family. <laughs> right. Yeah. Imagine a vacation. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. And I know, you know, both of us, of course, you just came off a quick vacation and both of us are actually going on, not together, but separate vacations, yeah. but exactly at the same time. Right. And well, I'm going with my girlfriend, so I'll probably have fun, but you're going with your family. So I know you'd probably rather be I, here. Yeah, exactly. You just yeah. pretend you're on a work trip and just like well, yeah. <laughs> sleep in the studio. Yeah, I, I, I could do that. <laughs> we'll just I could come around. We have a spare room. Just yeah. come around and sleep and just play Xbox. There yeah. you go. There you All go. Right. What would you change about yourself if you could? I don't think I'd change anything. I'm pretty happy with me. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like me a little too much. Probably a little on the Bane side. Maybe, yeah. maybe the vanity. Then, okay, that's what I would change. Would yeah, be I the think vanity. we covered self love a couple of episodes ago, didn't we? Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. What about you? Um. Again, I'm kind of with you in. I kind of like mostly how I am, but I know there are some things which I probably should change. I wish I was a little bit more get up and go up and at them type thing because we're both pretty lethargic and lazy true i wish that i wasn't quite that way because i know i could achieve so much more but are you something yeah you know, but if I actually are you got off my butt and did something are you really sure that you would change that because i know the way we both are and when we look at people that are those get up and go people we're like oh, I, don't, really. I don't want to be that person i don't even want to hang out with that person yeah. so that that basically means you wouldn't want to hang out with yourself. Well, the only time actually I feel like that is when money is involved. Because if I see oh, those people sure. like, oh, look at this guy over a weekend, he built his own garage and built, you know, a deck in the backyard. That's awesome. I've got absolutely no jealousy when it comes to that. I would rather sit on my butt, get up, play some Rocket League, go take a nap. Right. You know, no, no, no chance of that. I just mean like... You know, I wish I was a little bit more proactive sometimes when it came to doing something which would probably bring me more money, which ironically, the more money I would have, the more I would actually relax and become lazier with it. So. I know. Yeah, that's that's a, uh, what is that, an inverse relationship there. So. Right. What really makes you angry? Now, I thought this should have been worded, what makes you really angry, but what really makes you angry? So don't pretend. So you can't just say like French Canadians because that, that just annoys you yeah what really oh okay so so different than annoyance so like a, a yeah. french canadian mm. cat i'm annoyed but i'm yeah. not angry with it uh something which makes you say the f word oh. i don't think there really is anything out there that just you know burns me because i i take that stoic nature towards most things it's like oh if that doesn't affect me then Oh, well, uh, I guess when I run out of beer, that makes me angry. No, that makes you sad and dejected. Oh. You're like the incredible... Yeah. You're like Bruce Banner at the end of the original Incredible Hulk TV series, you know, where he's just like walking by himself with that sad music playing oh. down that deserted street. You're like that when you run out of beer. No, that's Not really true. angry. What gets you turning into the Hulk angry? I don't think there is anything, yeah. really. Uh, no. Nah. 
Oh, I just I'm I'm too laid back. I guess maybe, uh, maybe I need to find something have, that gets me angry. I have quite bad road rage. Not as in how it plays out. I mean, I don't cut somebody up and drag them out of the car and beat them to death with a tire iron. Right. But I don't carry a gun in my car for the purpose that you know. There's sometimes it might end up like a game of Mario Kart. If I had it there, I'd just be like yeah. shooting people's tires and stuff right i know i think about that same thing yeah. as far as you know i don't want to carry a gun with me in the car because if i'm alone in the car i'm just with my girlfriend in the car actually even sometimes when i've been in the car with you you know i'll kind of like use some choice loud words it's true drives like an idiot but you know if my son's in the back seat with me i'm like oh look at that big <laughs> bum poo head <laughs> right right Ooh, i'd like to punch him in the bottom <laughs> you know that kind of thing but no i think that road rage i do have that do have a little bit of trait of road rage because yeah. I'm the perfect driver, except in Rocket League. Well, I do have a little bit of road rage, but I try not to let that affect me. I just say, well, there's another person that doesn't know how to drive and just uh, kind of move on. I, I guess I'd probably get angry if that person that was a bad driver hit my car. Right. That would make me angry. Yeah. But... You know, if it doesn't really affect me, if they do something stupid and I was able to swerve and miss and not damage the car and move on, I'd, I'd get over it pretty quick. Right. At the moment, I think if anybody hit the car, I'd be like, eh, there's a chance to get a new car, you know, through insurance. But I think if my son was in the car and somebody hit the car, then there'd definitely be some uh, murdering going on. Sure. I and I, so I see your point and I agree with you. The only difference for me would be what car am I in at the time? Yeah. Certain cars, I would say, okay, no big deal. Other cars, I'd say, okay, now I'm really angry. Right. So. Yep. This question is a bit of a uh, silly question. What motivates you to work hard? Now, if this was like entrepreneurs or somebody serious in business, this would be a great question. But for us, it's not really yeah. brilliant as such. What motivates you to work hard? And the answer cannot be avoiding eviction. Well, my answer was actually going to be kind of close to close that. To that yeah. yeah, it's like not I, being I, able to afford beer. Well, not being able to feed everybody. Rate. Yeah. Oh, I, what do you mean feed everybody? Yeah, I don't care. They, ramen's still pretty cheap, and plus there's a thing called welfare, so I know it's not that. Oh, I forgot about the yeah. welfare. Had, did you hear that the state of Texas got a bunch of infusion of money into everybody's like? Uh, food stamp accounts and everything huh. and i mean depending on your situation right it was like three four five grand we're not uh, talking about a few extra hundred bucks we were talking about a few extra thousand bucks yeah and of course what happened right after that everybody was posting on facebook i've got a thousand dollars on my wit card i'll take 500 bucks for it and they immediately was doing the two for one deal wow. and selling their food stamps yeah and for like two or three days all the grocery stores were out of food because everybody was selling their food stamps and then people were running to the stores and buying all the good food that you can buy off wick yeah and i i really don't like this thing where People say, you know, if you're on welfare, you've got these cards that you should only be allowed to buy specific foods, like healthy foods and all this stuff, because it's hypocritical. Because if I had that money and I was going to buy food, I'd just buy crap food with it. I'd be buying pizza and whatever yeah. else with it. Oh, me too. So why, why should you be in this kind of, oh, they should only be allowed to buy, you know, gluten-free bread with no flavor and, you know, sugarless well, candy and stuff. So, it, so I totally agree with you there, although... I know, you know, when you're walking through the store and you're looking at like the meat counter, 
and there's like these nice cuts of ribeye steaks and everything and it says wick approved i'm like really i mean are these people eating better than i am right. because i'm looking in the clearance like buy one get four free deal and somebody else has a wick card and they're getting you know choice cut ribeye steaks and taking them home well i remember watching an interview with some surfer dude in california back maybe the middle of last year right before bernie sanders dropped out and this was still when people were deluded enough to think that bernie would actually have a chance to get in and you know bernie's all about the minimum wage and all this and increasing you know the amount of welfare to bring it in line was as if you had a job at minimum wage and this surfer dude he'd never had a job since leaving school right and he just got welfare the entire times from when he was first eligible and his white dude with dreadlocks and he said that oh yeah i get lobster a couple of times a week and this i'd like a bit more money to be able to buy you know a few things here and there and that's the problem you've got these welfare children who they don't want for a better life because that's all they've known and it's you know say if you grow up in ethiopia and you're eating some crap and somebody Sand. gives you some ramen noodles you're like oh this is pretty fantastic whereas yeah, that's true you know if you're eating like steak or lobster or chick-fil-a or whataburger and then all of a sudden you have to switch to ramen noodles you're like oh not this crap right so i mean it's all relative so you get these people who have, all they've ever known is like buying budgeted food then they're okay with it and they're okay with that standard of living it's only once you've already known better that you know it's kind of a bit of a downgrade yeah what's that old saying you know you, you don't know what you're missing until you actually you know get in the middle of it to actually I think it's shorter and snappier than that you um, don't know what you miss yeah so no, i'm pretty like, sure that's exactly it's, yeah. yeah yeah you don't know what you're missing I until you actually paragraph. accomplish it and, and witness it and do <laughs> yeah, all that I, i'm pretty sure that's what's <laughs> needle pointed on a pillow somewhere at you know yeah, you, or you can't miss what you've never had that might be nice yeah that would be more applicable in this situation yeah what was it that gretzky said you know you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take or something like that mm, but was proven not true yeah yeah what is your favorite thing about your career i like the fact that my boss leaves me alone unless there's a huge problem going on and it's when i turn up to see yeah you. well it, there's that second favorite right? yeah but uh no i mean the, the one thing that i do like about my job is you know i i can do my job i'm left alone it's like hey here's what you got to do now go do it and tell me it's done right i don't have somebody sitting on my shoulder all day saying what are you doing what are you doing here I said, when is this due? Blah, 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 blah. You know, the micromanagement thing. Yeah. I, I couldn't deal with the job that I was going to be micromanaged in. Yeah, I think it's pretty much the same with me that anything I kind of do, I am close to being the expert in the field of it. And so I don't really have anybody telling me, oh, you need to do this differently or maybe you could do it better by doing it like this. Because believe me, if I could have found a shorter cut to do oh, the adventure, yeah. I would have found it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and <laughs> honestly, to kind of add to that, I mean, that's one thing I like about my job. I try to take something that's going to be a, a big pain, right? And I'm like, okay, so let me do the work now to make this easier later so I can be lazier later and get the work done now 
to where everything's easier later on and so I can make it as simple as possible to where I don't have to put so much work in later on. Yeah. And I have that ability in the job that I have now that I can actually do that. So right. that that's a good part about that's my job. Good. Yeah. What is your biggest complaint about your job? Other than having to do the amount of work which you've just narrowed down to having to do. I don't I don't really think I have any complaints about my job other other than the, the fact that you know I deal with people all across the country and so when I have to like set a meeting I, I guess it's it's not really my job it's more of a complaint about time zones yeah I really hate time zones mm. because you you ask somebody you know hey you know can we do this call at 11 o'clock and I'm like yeah and then I realize well I they're eastern time I just set it at noon maybe they want to go to lunch and my interrupting their lunch or whatever or is it too early for the west coast or whatever especially being right in the middle so i just i don't understand why we can't just all go off of the greenwich mean time or whatever and we all have the same time and we just all do that yeah i think because everybody over you know on the other side of the world they can just work in the dark because i don't care we ought to have prime time in america because i'm pretty sure we invented the clock yeah I dislike it when you're trying to be friendly with a girl in California and she's a little bit supernatural. So then you get friend zoned in the time zone, in the twilight zone. It's that's the, a lot that's of zones. The, yeah, that's the uh, and you know I don't... Tri- trifer of terribleness there. Yes. Rejection. Somebody's living in a different time zone, plus she might get haunted, so... Yeah, not the best combination. Yeah, and I don't, I don't like zones. I don't like zone defense in football yeah. either. So nah, there's another zone that I yeah, just don't like. Yeah, boring. Uh, I kind of said that to avoid my answer about this. My biggest complaint about my job is that I don't get paid enough money. Because again, if I could get paid enough money, the thing I would do is retire earlier. I remember once actually Eddie Murphy he was covering the um, Rodney King riots in one of his stand-up sketches, and it came to when Rodney King got the payout, you know, oh, all the tens of millions deal. of dollars. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy was saying, he said, I don't know, but this is going to inspire a lot of people to disobey the law because I'm just going to get out that car, swig a fifth, start resisting arrest and just be like, beat my ass, beat my <laughs> ass now. <laughs> right. And right. make sure somebody's filming it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you got to remember one thing about the Rodney King deal versus everything today, right? Way back in those days, it was rare for somebody to just happen to have a video camera. Right. I mean, now we all have video cameras built into our phones, so it's easy to film stuff. That was rare that somebody actually had that camera with them to actually film the right. incident. And then, of course, it was far away. It was like a, a bank uh, security video or whatever today, if you look at it compared to the ability to shoot right. a 4K video on your iPhone today. Yeah, I, I, and it was one of those videos, actually. I think unless people had actually admitted it was them in the video, it could have been like the abominable snowman True. or something. You just couldn't tell. Cause I don't think any of the faces were clear. I don't remember any of that being clear. And yeah. I think it's the exact same model of video camera that all the UFO footage yeah, is UFO filmed on. A, yeah. A potato. Right. Yeah. Right. What is your proudest, accompli- proudest accomplishment? There's too many S's in this. Yeah. Carver. Uh, I don't know. 
I guess that I'm still alive. I haven't somehow killed myself doing some of the stupid stuff I've done, you know, riding a motorcycle with no helmet and jumping out of planes and, you know, all the other ridiculous things that I've done. And I don't exactly take care of myself, but somehow I'm still alive and I wake up every morning. So I guess I can be proud of that. Yeah, that probably answers a completely different question. Kind of like, how am I still alive? But I think my proudest accomplishment, when I said there's too many S's in this, whoever printed this out, there's like three S's in accomplishment. Uh, what's my They proudest did misspell that. Look yeah. at that. Well, was, I didn't notice until I said it, actually. Uh, proudest accomplishment. Mm, probably along the lines of what you said, because it's a shock I'm still alive, some of the stuff I did. And not just as a kid. I mean, like when I was in my teens and in my 20s, I mean, I did dangerous stuff, like getting in shopping carts going to the top of those uh car parks you know where they have the um spiral exit ramps from the top oh, to the bottom yeah and i'd get in a shopping cart my friend would push me and i'd go all the way down there now if a car was coming out of one of those levels at the same time or a car had stopped for whatever reason you know i'd have been yeah in pretty much trouble because i remember the barricades around this one close to college we used to go down it was maybe only about three foot high which was about level with the top of the car or maybe right. the top of the car was a little bit heavier so if i had spilled out i'd have just like plunged to oh yeah imminent doom yeah I, I look at some of the the dumb stunts that i pulled you know once again thankfully both of us grew up long before social media you know because yeah. we would have been filming this stuff even though i i did do a lot of videos and everything with a buddy of mine and you know we'd film us doing stupid stuff but yeah. we didn't run out and immediately put it on youtube or you know the internet or anything like that well it's a good job we didn't have tiktok because oh yeah we'd have taken those challenges oh absolutely you know we, we complain and say oh kids today they're so stupid they've eaten tide pods and you know done the hold your breath to your pass out thing we'd have been all over that we'd oh, have done yeah. it live on air and filming it and probably put it on youtube yes yeah. absolutely mm. well remember when that chip challenge thing came out we did that we didn't even film it but you got those hot chips and we all sat there and ate those hot chips that night the remember that one chip yeah. challenge thing you bought that box that had like 10 or 20 right. or something in them and you yeah. kept like every everybody that would come over to your place like oh hey you know here's this chip i'm like what is this box and it's like oh everybody you know that comes over i give them one of these chips yeah, and almost killed our friend eric yeah you remember e was, eric uh, eric yeah. had a tough time with and that I, chip. ironically out of the three of us he was the only one who actually has any medical training to have saved his own life had that's something true bad happened we well, we would have been sitting there as Eric was passed out on the floor and you would have said, well, we need to help him. I'm like, no, dude, I'm filming this. Yeah. You're going to have to take care of this. Right. Well, I so. was trying to film it from the other angle, so neither of us would have really been much use. Well, yeah, but that two camera angle video would have got a lot more views. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So see, we're always thinking. If we'd have done it side by side, we could have maybe done it in 3d as well oh yeah or that virtual reality yeah, thing yeah yeah you could, reality yeah you yeah. could have actually Place been there with eric friend eric anywhere on any level surface yes yeah. there that see <laughs> i wish we would have done it that way instead i think one of us filmed in portrait and yeah. one filmed in landscape yeah, instead all we got and then we deleted it like 30 seconds later retching in the bathroom so. yeah that's great next question what is your child now you've got lots of children Four that I yeah. know of. What is your child's proudest accomplishment? So I just guess choose your favorite one, which is like Mason or Connor. Because the other two you're kind of 50-50 about, especially yeah. the girl. Oh. 
Well, you know, you I can't w- relate to it. Well, I was going to say that, you know, my, my daughter, my oldest, she just now, graduated. Is she 18 yet? No, not 17. quite. She's yeah, still 17. 17 but yeah. she just graduated high school. So, it, you know, and I always look at that. I'll get back to that. Yeah. Um, so she just graduated high school, about to go off to college, but she graduated early. And rather than just sitting around doing nothing like most kids did that graduated early waiting to go to college she actually went and she's gonna go into college almost a sophomore but i gotta back up and say i remember when i graduated high school and graduated college and my parents were so proud of me and i never understood why they were proud of me because i said well why do you think i was going to school I was going to school to graduate so that I look at it as being done. I don't really look at it as being an accomplishment. It's like a a checkbox off the list. It's like, okay, you're supposed to go to school, then you're supposed to graduate, then you're supposed to go to college, then you're supposed to graduate, then you're supposed to go find a job. You know, almost like Fight Club, you know, when they're talking about that, right? That's how I kind of looked at it until I saw my daughter go ahead and graduate high school. And I still had that feeling that, yeah, this is what she was supposed to be doing, but I'm proud of her that she actually got it done. But I hope you still called her a big nerd and wedged her for like weeks after. Not yet. Yeah. I haven't yet. Maybe get online and cyberbully her a little bit. Hey, big nerd. Yeah. yeah. Big nose. Big nose. Yeah. She doesn't have a big nose. But... Yeah, but you might as well put it out there. Yeah. Just gotta so co- she starts getting paranoid about it. Yeah, i got to come up with something. I read a um, comment once that uh, this guy said... Uh, I managed to save $30 a week on groceries by telling my weight conscious daughter she's starting to look fat. Hmm. So there's some advice for you people out there pinching the pennies have to find it well, difficult getting employment after COVID. Yeah, but you you say that's advice for people out there. I'm I'm writing that one down in my head. I'm thinking yeah. I might be able to save some money on groceries by telling my family they're all getting fat yeah. and, and they need to stop eating so much. But your boys, they're pretty cool. They've got some pretty cool interests and pastimes, you know, like the guitar, skateboard, yeah. and Xbox. Now, with your daughter, it's a little bit different. If she comes to you and says, Dad, can we talk? I should imagine your first reaction should be, why? We don't have anything in common. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Go talk to your mother. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really have I'm zero in common. any feminine hygiene questions. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I'm I'm definitely not yeah. going to do that. And but, I don't know anything about boys. Yeah, no, no, I don't know anything <laughs> about that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I obviously have a lot more in common with my boys than I do my daughter. But uh, you know, she she's a good kid. She could have she had friends that got into trouble and all that, and I'm glad and you know she didn't do any of that. Yeah. So, or she was smart enough not to get caught. Maybe she was the ringleader and had well, just like a whole bunch of. Well, that. no. It, it, I'm not saying she didn't do anything wrong. I'm saying she didn't get into any trouble. Right. Meaning, like you said, yeah. she mm-hmm. never got caught doing anything because yeah. I had a lot of dumb friends growing up that they couldn't jaywalk across the street without a cop sitting there yeah. watching them. And they were constantly getting into trouble and constantly going through all that. I did stupid stuff but never got caught. I think that would be one of those things if my son suddenly turned around and showed me evidence that he'd managed to steal like $100 million of Bitcoin online, I'd be like, Sam, we shouldn't really do this, but it seems like you've got away with it. So we're going to sit on the money, and I promise you that we're going to spend at least 3% of this on good causes to kind of like make up for this huge online heist. We're not going to give the money back because, look, 
no, we you wouldn't might get there, you that. might get in trouble, and I might get in trouble. So let's just sit on it till the heat clears, and we'll go to Hawaii and, and, or something. And, yeah, and figure out where we're going to live. Yeah. In case of a, I think my son's proudest accomplishment is really getting to be a genius at every electronic device in the house because now he doesn't need to ask me to do anything, put on his favorite show, get into a certain app. I told you, even when he was about three years old, I had to disconnect like my debit card, credit cards from oh, like yeah, his from your, devices, exactly. from the Xbox. Because he kept buying stuff yeah, on kept, the app. He kept buying stuff because he was smart enough at that point because he was kind of hyperlexic and could read that he knew how to purchase extra stuff and he'd just click on it and I left him alone for one afternoon and he had downloaded something like about 30 episodes of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse from the store and it costs must have been like about 90 bucks oh wow and some of the episodes weren't even really that good so I felt well yeah. not only that but so what roughly like three bucks a piece for these episodes right, right? yeah two, and, it was two ninety nine. Yeah, two ninety nine. Yeah. so did he actually watch all of them or no. was it like I'm gonna buy this one and then he watches it well, for like worst... two minutes and says oh no this one sucks and then he goes to the next one and buys it well the worst thing about it is I think all but about five of those episodes I'd already illegally downloaded for him anyway via BitTorrent, so he could already watch them on the big TV. He just wanted them on his device, and so right. he just like purchased them. I, okay, so I don't get that. Somebody's got to explain that to me. <coughs> why? Why is it that you have like you know, um, like in this instance, right? You have the ability to watch something on TV. But then you choose to watch it on your phone. My kids will literally sit in the living room. The TV, the big screen TV will be off. And they'll be watching YouTube on their phone, sitting on the couch, yeah, holding get, it. Yeah. I don't understand that. Well, Why would you not want to watch the bigger screen? Well, with my son, it's a little bit different. Because they'll have it on the big screen. And then he'll like it on his iPad. And also, if he can get away with it, have it on my phone as well. So he'll have it on three different screens and he'll kind of like DJ it. You know, he'll have a second oh. delay between each or he'll try and synchronize it all. But also, he likes to change location about every 10, 15 minutes. So he well, like, watches it around the house or right. outside or... Well, the, okay, so so the moving around location thing, I totally get. Yeah. But if you're going to sit there on the couch in yeah. front of the TV and then hold a phone yeah, and watch that. the video... I don't understand I don't that. Understand that I, I I really don't get that. Right. But it's not just my kids. I mean, this is a popular oh, yeah. thing mm -hmm. that, that people do. I, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. So this next question obviously proves Mark from Luton and his wife. They should probably cut this one out. What is your favorite book to read? I don't know. I think I've only read like three books in my life. Yeah. I guess it's got to be The Godfather. That's I've read The Godfather, The Hunt for Red October, and parts of the Bible. Mm. And not counting like Cat in the Hat and Dr. Seuss books, that's really the only books I've ever read. Definitely the Bible, but I don't think for years I've really read much of it because from going to church so much growing up and as an adult that every time they kind of start going into a verse, I pretty much know that verse anyway. 
And so, you know, a lot of people will take their Bible to church, especially in Texas, and open it and read along with the pastor, which now is stupid because it's always on the screen. Anyway. Right. So yeah. Unless you're All the Mr. churches. Magoo and a bit short sighted. But mm. even then, it's like, well, why? Just listen to it. Yeah. But, uh, okay. So I'm, I'm going to say I got to disagree with you a little bit here because the church we go to, they do that same thing, right? They put the, yeah. the verse up on the screen and it's a huge screen, right? Right. But there's some times where I'm like, man, I'm getting old because it's kind of hard for me to read this. And if I had it right in front of me, I wouldn't have to try to squint and look at that screen. Yeah. So but maybe... I'm pretty good at listening, though. I don't really need to follow along reading it. No, I don't either. Yeah. But, I've always but... thought that was a bit strange. Yeah, you know, but sometimes, though, when, when there's something up there that's being read to you, you know, whether you got, you know, the book right in front of you or it's up on the screen... It, it's kind of like the reason why I don't like foreign films and I don't really like movies that has a foreign language and I have to read the subtitles because yeah. it's like there's words on a screen. I'm going to focus on that. So you watch a movie with like subtitles or whatever and you miss most of it because you just for some reason just focus on the words on the subtitles rather than what's actually on the screen, at least that's me. Now, I actually used to like watching foreign movies when I was about 12 or 13 if they came on TV late on late at night for one reason only. Well, because you like the French. No, it's because oh. you had a good chance of seeing some boobs. Oh, okay. Yeah, which you're 12 or 13, you'd sit and watch a movie for yeah, but about that... an hour, two hours late at night, you know, 10 o'clock at night, your parents think you'd be in bed and you'd be watching this movie just on the off chance because you saw one a month ago where right. you got a bit of side side cleavage, side boob or something. And well, but that was different in Europe, though. It, it was always different oh, in true. Europe yeah. versus the yeah. U.S. Cause... Yeah, you were, you were allowed boobs on TV past a certain time. And in, in England, I think it got to a point where you could show boobs past 9 o'clock at night if you gave a warning, you had to have a warning that this show contains oh, nudity yeah. or topless. You know, it, it's kind of funny you bring that up because Netflix right now, anytime you, you know, watch a Netflix show or whatever, they always have, you know, the rating of the show. And now they put the reason why yeah. it's rated the way right. it is, right? And then there's some that were rated years ago by like Motion Picture Association of America or whatever. And so they put their rating up there. What cracks me up still to this day is one of the reasons on why they rated something smoking. Yeah. Yeah. I see that and I'm like, oh, smoking. Okay. That that's really well, why I mean, we're they, rating. They cover it. They have like smoking, drug use, alcohol use. It's like, really? Well, okay. The drug use, I can understand that the alcohol, I'm 50-50 on. You know, the violence, the language, totally get that, right? Yeah, get that home anyway. But smoking? Yeah. Like, it, we took something that was just commonplace for everyone, and now it's bad to even show it. Just like right. what Disney did. If you go to Disney World or Disneyland or whatever... They went through and photoshopped all of the pictures of Walt Disney and photoshopped the cigarette out of his hand. Yeah. But it, that was normal. I mean, it, right. those people smoked. Yeah. So why are we trying to well, erase I mean, pretty history? Pretty much in the fifties and sixties, you go back to those TV shows, and you, especially like, you know, even in interviews, 
you know, they'd both be there smoking. I mean, I've never smoked for my life, but I don't care if other people smoke, and it doesn't offend me, it doesn't influence me. And I don't think, you know, if, you're sh if you've got a show on, which is supposed to be for mature audiences anyway, and the kids shouldn't be watched it, shouldn't be watching it, that anybody's going to be sitting there thinking, yeah, I think I'm going to take up smoking. Right. And you look yeah, smart, you know? I, I just watched this show, yeah. and now, you know what? I yeah. know nothing about tobacco, but I'm going to go ahead and start smoking because I watched this show I don't and know they what, were smoking. I don't know what the percentage of people who went out and started their own meth lab after watching all of the seasons of Breaking Bad, but... Yeah. Well, you know, there was... sure wasn't too high. Yeah, but you know there was probably some. It's probably some. They were like, hey, we can figure this out. Even yeah. though we have zero chemistry background or nothing, you know, if Walter White can do it, I can do I, it. I was a little bit tempted, I'll be honest with you, but... Well, you know. but let's be honest. Wasn't there kind of a influx of, like, meth lab explosions and everything soon after Breaking Bad came along? It's like, hey, we can go on the yeah, internet. There, we can figure yeah, out there, how to there make There was math. a reason, though. It's because people weren't going on the internet to see the steps. They were seeing what there was on TV and not really following the instructions. You know what it's like when you see, um, you know, a quick advert for Ikea and somebody's put together a chair and then you get a chair from Ikea and you think, well, how hard can it be to put together a chair, right? And so you get everything out of the bag, you put it together, and then you're left over with like nine pieces, and then you sit on it, and it breaks, and one of the chair legs you yeah. know, impales you in the back. I think a lot of people thought, oh, it's got to be pretty easy then, and took shortcuts to build in a meth lab, where in reality, you know, to get good quality meth, apparently you've got to have a pretty good streamlined process, and you know, a little bit of knowledge in chemistry, not that we're advising anybody to start a meth lab. Yeah, but that was kind of the message of the show. Yeah. I mean, if you if you think about it, if you if you want to be a drug manufacturer, that was the message of the right. show. Yeah. This chemistry teacher was the one that was able to make the really good meth. And anytime yeah. you know he had to teach, what what was the kid's name? Oh, I Bobby, remember. I think, and that's not right, but we'll call him Bobby. You know, he had to teach Bobby how to do it, but even he couldn't get it perfect. Yeah, because Walter White had his own little method mm -hmm. of how he had to do it, and he had all this knowledge and so on and so forth. If somebody wanted to create a meth lab, that should have been the message of the show. Look, go to school, get a chemistry degree, then you can cook meth really, really well. Well, I was actually listening to a Joe Rogan podcast this morning. And his guest said that it's a misconception from people that, you know, the DEA in the United States have access and have all this, you know, storage of fantastic drugs. He said, that's actually completely untrue. He said, what they actually have is possibly the worst drugs on the market because the people they bust tend to be idiots a lot of the time and they Makes have sense. stuff cut you know, with other things and it's, you know, stuff which isn't safe or it's very poor quality. And so the DEA do not have stored in warehouses and aircraft hangars the best drugs on earth. Apparently it's the stuff which is more likely to kill you. So anybody out there thinking that a heist of a DEA drug containment facility is a good plan, not a good plan apparently. Yeah, that makes sense. And with all that said, thanks for tuning into this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd and we will catch you on the next one. Listening to this episode of the Wolf and the Shepherd podcast. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address, thewolfandtheshepherd.com, to your friends and colleagues. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes when you get a chance. Check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for additional content. Join us next time for another episode of the Wolf and the Shepherd. Ooh.